You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Lori Douglas, hey. it's about to get hot up in here. Do you know why? It's not only Tommy's chest, which is out and flaunting Ooh, today. Yes, Our producer shithead Tommy. It is football, and Woo! football is back, Lori Douglas. As we speak right now, the Bears and the Packers are exchanging fisticuffs on the wintry tundra of uh, Soldier field <laughs> probably one of the best rivalries there are right would you say i would say one of the finest rivalries in football mm-hmm. in the storied history of football it is the 100th anniversary of uh the nfl yes. they're actually only separated by two games can you believe that in their win loss record two original teams of the original NFL, when these wow. guys still had to have jobs in the offseason. Completely, and they all they like, weren't had Lee Derrick's disease. any money. But now that is certainly different. Uh, everybody's excited, except Everyone. for, I would guess, Raiders fans and yeah. Colts fans and, and Antonio Brown and Mike Mayock. You yeah, know and the I mean? majority of every guy's girlfriend. Oh, you think so? As girlfriends get pissed at this time? Sometimes, I think. I think that there are the ones that are ride or dies, and they'll go, and they'll like sit through, and then there's ones that truly love it, and then there are the few that are like, fuck football yeah, season. Yeah, ladies, this is when you either got to like buy into the program or get out and do your own thing. Completely. You know what I mean? You might enjoy it's the Sundays, vacation. But I like it. All my relationships get better. My relationship, I see my friends again, you know? Yeah. I see my family again. They're not happy. You know, football is is really like the basis for my entire social life. You know what I mean? Which I think is exciting. So you're crawling out of your cage. I'm crawling out of my cage. I don't know why you're in a cage. I was going for cave, but cage. Like you know that 2003 Natasha Bedenfield song, Unwritten. Oh yes. Yes, I feel like you talk about that song all the time. I feel like I'm coming out of my cage. Do you know who else is excited about football, Lori Douglas? None other than Bill freaking Belichick. If anybody is gonna get you hyped about this football season, it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. After all these years, do you still get excited for the opening night? <clears throat> yeah, I like football. I like football season and all the things that go with it. All um, the things that go with it, cheating. I'm ready to storm Normandy. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that Bill Belichick was as excited as Tommy's last hinge date. Yeah, for sure. Am I right? Tommy, I must say, your hairline is out of control. It really is. It's better than mine. Yeah. Are all your people, when you go back to North Carolina, they're like, oh, Tommy, how you doing in newfangled Hollywood with that exciting new haircut? You're like a movie star. Well, you, they're like, <laughs> it must be easy because you're not losing any of it right now. Things are going well. Things are going well yeah. for the time being. I feel you know? like I pray every to, night. Pray I every feel night like on it. You're trying to say something <laughs> about my hairline, no. Lori Douglas. No, you're rocking your <laughs> shit. You know what? Tommy couldn't rock that. I couldn't. I have a you, weird shaped head. There you know? is no way Tommy could rock that. Tommy, what do you think about Antonio Brown? Is he being ridiculous or is Mike Mayock being too much here? Uh, you know, I I'd stay out of the Antonio Brown conversation because I don't know enough about it. Really. 
Well, he has today. Uh, he's been fined, Lori, by uh, the Raiders organization, for which he much? immediately for like fifty grand. But I think it's the principle of the issue because Antonio Brown is a man of principles, if not anything else. Yeah, that's true. You if know what I'm saying? Else. So now the Raiders look like they're either going to cut or release him for the season. You know what I mean? Which is like interesting. But if there's one person who I think we should listen to about this situation, do you know who it is? I have a good feeling. It I is have a great feeling. The 46th president of the United States, O.J. Simpson, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. Choose. Let's go to our special fanatics correspondent, O.J. Simpson. Twitter world is me, yours truly. Uh, I'm actually wearing these glasses today. It's overcast. I don't need them. But I've been in tears. What's going on? Antonio Brown, what's happening? What's going on with my fantasy team? I drafted Andrew Luck, and 20 minutes later, he retired. I drafted you, Antonio, because I admire your game. I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands of Americans uh, who play fantasy drafted you. We were all counting on you. Enough, buddy. Yo, I'm totally taking this as a threat. If I was Antonio Brown, I would go into hiding. I would lock my doors. And Andrew sure. Luck. Also, is this the new Madden curse, the OJ curse? If you get drafted yeah. by OJ on your team, you're going to go balls deep down like a fucking waiter in Brentwood? Nose, nose dive hard. <laughs> I think this might be the toughest thing that OJ Who else is on OJ's through? team? Run. <laughs> run, go. Add go. a deal and run. Can you just release your team so we know? <laughs> we can be prepared. <laughs> Oh, man. But that does set up today for our guest, who is going to be uh, from our... We have a sponsor now, Lori Yeah, Douglas. it's not just his dad anymore. Yeah, it's it's not my father, but yo, thanks, student loan debt. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a sponsor. It's going to be my booking. You know, maybe Ooh. I shouldn't say because we're not officially sponsored until next week, but we're going to have a spokesperson on. That's pretty rad. Ra- Raphael Esparza is Ooh, his name. That sounds like a yeah, sexy and he's name. legit. Like he just got off the deals. phone with ESPN Jacksonville. Holy sh- Jacksonville! Yeah, Jacksonville, the big times. The big times. The big That's times. the biggest times of but ESPN. My question is, like, I have all these prop bets and stuff. I want to ask him mm-hmm. team to team. What's the chance that? the sponsorship gets canceled by the end of the phone call. There's a good chance cuz you're going to be just trying to meddle in on everything. Well, let's see we're going to see if he's if he's if he's a fun sport or not. Oh, I'm um, excited. Uh so here's some things we're going to ask him, all right? That that I want to let you know before he knows, okay? So, let's see. Um uh I did have one about OJ. Okay. Even money, number of games Antonio Brown plays for the Raiders or number of waiters O.J. Simpson has killed. That one's even money. I also have, did you see Drew Brees uh, recorded a video for those people who hate gays? Yeah. <laughs> they do like gay conversion things. <laughs> Drew Brees Super Bowl rings minus, minus 0.5 uh-huh. versus the number of kids actually made straight using gay conversion therapy. Which one are you taking? No kid has ever been straight. <laughs> so you're taking Drew, Bowl, Drew Brees' Super Bowl race. A hundred percent. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go conference by conference with Rafael Esparza. We're going to get to learn about uh, the world of an odds maker, of a professional bettor. Ooh. He's a professional bettor. That's such a fun job. Ladies and gentlemen, unlike you, if you do this, you're a degenerate. This man makes his living doing that. With that, Tommy, do we have Rafael on the line? Drum roll. We do. Let's get a drum roll for Raphael. Yeah. Here we go. 
Raphael Esparza, how are you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Doing well. Welcome to Fanatics. We are a sports and comedy podcast filmed live at the Laugh Factory on the world-famous Sunset Strip. You are live, Raphael, with me and the comedian Lori Douglas. Say hi, Lori. Hello, hello. We're happy to have you. Raphael! People know you from Doc Sports, right? And you are also a, sp- a spokesperson for MyBookie.com. Is that correct? Yes, I'm one of the odds makers over at MyBookie. So when you want to bet on something outrageous and uh, a comic, which we do have very good entertainment odds, it usually comes from my head. Shut oh, up. So awesome. you actually set the odds. Correct. For like everything from like what are the entertainment odds that you set? Uh, we put up some uh, three Antonio Brown odds right now, just because he's the talk of all the NFL. We have uh, Dancing with the Stars. I'm the only. We're the only sportsbook that has head-to-head matchup for Dancing with the Stars. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, when do you guys have Sean Spicer getting out? Uh, I have him matched up. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, we would have a matchup. So, oh, yeah, like. Him against- I have him against Kate uh, Flannery and uh, Sean Spicer's minus $4 to be eliminated first. Dude, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. So you actually have an actuary table there with Dancing with the Stars spreads. Uh, yes, I'm actually looking at it right now and the money that's coming. I'm, I'm, glad I'm, I'm glad I'm sitting down and right now I don't need James Vanderbeek to win because we lose three. <laughs> so how, many, how much money are people betting on Dancing with the Stars? Is it like a big money figure? Enough for you guys to actually do it. Uh, we do a lot of this stuff for entertainment and and, and to be in the front page of stuff. But the amount, yeah. of money that come, the amount of money that comes in on stuff like this, the political odds, I mean, the money that comes in on that wrestling, the wrestling ads that comes in, it just blows my mind. But wrestling uh, is fake. If I write storylines for wrestling, why wouldn't I just like, you know? But everyone says that, and I have, and I know two writers that work for WWE and sure. now AEW. They tell me most of the big pay-per-view events, they don't know the outcome until actual the wrestlers walk into the ring. So now you're seeing a lot of plus money winners in big events, especially WrestleMania, <laughs> and last week in AEW. So there was, a, there was a three dollar, there was a plus three dollar winner just on last week's pay per view. That's that's wow. like that's like betting on the Russian in Rocky Four or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he was uh, he he was minus uh, six uh, minus six hundred uh, Drago <laughs> against Rocky. Was he really? That's amazing. So so you're sitting there and you're actually watching Dancing with the Stars, or you're doing research into the contestants to figure out like what their agility is or whatnot. Uh, I, normally I do this one. I'm not gonna lie. I called my mother-in-law. She's an avid <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. So she's my handicapper guru when it came to Dancing with the Stars, but. Like the head-to-head matchup between Ray Lewis and Lamar right. Odom, I mean that was just that was just perfect uh, stuff like that. But James Vanderbeek versus Lauren Elaine, I probably just butchered my name. She doesn't follow me on social media, so that's good, anyways. Right. So, so uh, and I also saw that you're like a specialist in the WNBA as well, in, yes, in betting uh, on the WNBA. Love the WNBA. Love love women's soccer. I mean. The amount of money that gets bet on women's soccer just blows my mind. The Women's World Cup, we take more action on Women's World Cup than we'll take like a, a normal baseball, let's say baseball Saturday. Dude, I think women's soccer is the most underrated sport. I think it's more entertaining than men's soccer, if I'm being honest with you. I don't know what oh, it is with I the agree. spacing and the pace, but it's just a better product. It's. I totally agree with you. The way they play the game, and they play the game fundamentally. There's no. They play. It's a team. Soccer's a team sport, and the women. 
they do it beautifully. I, I totally exactly, agree with you on that. Exactly. So what's the difference between you and a gambling degenerate? Is it because you get paid for it or that you're good at it? I get paid to watch TV, as I tell people. Sadly, sadly it is. But it, it, it's all about numbers, and it's all about trying to get two-way action. At the end of the day, I could care less who's going to win this Green Bay Packers-Chicago Bears game because right. we're going to win no matter what the outcome is. So it's about balancing. It's about, okay, if we just took a $10,000 bet on the Bears, how am I going to get that money back on the Packers? It's it, it's just it's almost like this. It, it is the stock market, but it's about sports. So so you have the average NFL fan out there, and they're listening to this. How would you recommend them to approach sports betting on the NFL? Is it something you should you play the bets before the season, the prop bets, you know, the Super Bowl bets, the regular season win totals, or something week to week? What approach would you recommend for the average NFL better to be successful and not have their wife leave them with the children? Yeah. The, fir- the first thing I tell them, just because there's a game on TV does not mean you have to bet it. Sometimes the TV games are the worst games to bet because the odds maker myself, we're 100% focused because, you, you know, that's all that's on tonight. The, the amount of money that came in on this game, there was no value. I saw no value except maybe the under, which looks like a good bet right now. But if you're going to bet the Bears or Packers, I saw no value. Just because it's a TV game does not mean you have to bet that game. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I saw you guys have the Chiefs as, as what, like plus 600 for this year? Uh, yes. And, and then what are, what are the Patriots? Patriots are about plus 450. I mean, Tom Brady's getting ready to put rings on toes pretty soon. So you guys actually have Patriots as the best odds to win the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, I mean, the amount of money is not. The more money is bet. We, we, we actually want New England to win the Super Bowl. We want the Chiefs right now because right now we do not want the Bears to win the Super Bowl and we do not want the Cleveland Browns you to win want the Super Bowl. You don't want the Bears to But it seems like so Vegas has the Patriots as odds-on or has the Chiefs as odds-on favorites with Patriots yeah. second. How come the Patriots just aren't, aren't favored every year and do you guys differ from what the Vegas odds are on that? Just to be clear. Uh, well, we're all pretty much the same. Everyone pretty much has the Chiefs, the favorite, and New England plus six seventy five. Uh, as we well, have. Well, why right is now. that? I don't understand why that is. Why? Why wouldn't money, it be the Patriots? Because the money. People are. You know it. New England is probably the most hated team in the NFL. So people are trying to beat ah. them. So the money comes in. Like right now, we want Tom Brady to put a ring on his pinky toe because the amount of money that's on the Chiefs, the Saints, yeah. the Browns, the Bears, oh, we want shit. the Patriots to win. So this isn't actually. I think I just learned something. So this isn't actually a reflection necessarily on who has the best chance to win. It's that combined with who people are putting money on. So, so many people are putting money on the Chiefs. It changes the odds there on who's actually going to win. That is 100% correct. So I would be a smart person to actually put money on the Patriots. I, I tell people, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you put money on the Patriots every year? Why wouldn't you put money on Alabama in college football every year? If you yeah. did that, you're sitting pretty every season. God damn, I'm so smart, Raphael. Lori, can you believe how smart I am? My mind's blown. Can you believe? I don't even know how to make odds. So who does make odds? Like who makes You make odds at my bookie, right? Who, yes. who, who? Is there a guy like you at the Vegas casino making odds? Yeah, I, I I worked in Vegas for uh, for 13 Super Bowls. We count Super Bowls, not seasons. Uh, I worked at MGM and at, at City Center making odds for for 13 Super Bowls. So yeah, I know a lot of I know a lot of odds makers in Vegas. I know a lot of odds makers all over the world. Well, how, we talk and we talk all you the talk time. All the time. Yeah. And is that, 
Yeah. Is that how you got? Do you guys like come to a consensus? I mean, how? I, I always thought like maybe you know computers were involved now because odds are generally pretty much right on the fucking money. So how is it that a group of humans can determine uh, these things within like pretty impressive probabilities? Because it's all it's all dictated on money. Everything in life is dictated on money. But we all do talk, and we all pretty much name. Now, San Francisco, if you're like close to Reno, a perfect example, when the 49ers were good at one time and made it to Super Bowl, our odds were almost six to seven points different from Vegas to Reno because everyone from San Francisco was driving up to Reno and placed bets on the 49ers and they would drive to yeah. Sin City and stuff like that. So we'll talk about that. And we all know the public teams in football. We all know if the Patriots, Steelers, and Packers win on Sunday, we're all going to take a bath because that's probably those three are probably the best three public teams. Oh, wow. Okay, great. And then, so what, what teams do you think are undervalued this year that people might be able to make some money on? Who, who would you give out right now? The team, that's, the team that's playing pretty boy on Sunday, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're laughing at the Raiders right now, and they're the most quietest AFC team besides New England. All Pittsburgh really do is win double digits year after year. They make it to the playoffs year after year. And now you're trying to tell me that the Cleveland Browns are favored to win that division? Give me Pittsburgh to win that division, and give me Pittsburgh Steelers to maybe win the Super Bowl. They're eighteen to one to win the Super Bowl. Oh shit! I like that, Raphael. People are sleeping on this on the Steelers, and guess what? I think Juju Smith Schuster was a better receiver than Antonio Brown was last year. I don't think they're going to lose much on offense without Antonio. Oh, they're not, and I can guarantee you, Bell won't even blast the whole season or play the all sixteen games. Yeah, they're going to be laughing at the Jets and the Raiders all season long when they win games. And do you think the Steelers' defense is better this year? Uh, they're younger, and I think that secondary I learned a lot last year. I think their defense is going to be much improved. But like I said, I think Big Ben has a chip on his shoulder that wants to show Brown and Bell, like, hey, maybe we didn't really need you guys. We're going to win a ship. Okay, I like that. So, Raphael, let's do this while we have you. We have a prop bet for each of the divisions in the NFL. Would you be willing to go through them with us and share some of your expertise on that and the divisions themselves? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's start. We already went through AFC North, okay? So let me know if I wrote, if I wrote these bets correctly because I am not a professional like you, sir. I'm just a man trying to do my best, okay? So let's start <laughs> on the AFC North, okay? We have the Steelers, Browns, Ravens, and Bengals. The number of teams that make, this, uh, that make the playoffs from this division minus .5 versus the same number of teams that return to the college playoffs next year. Does that make sense Correct. to you? Okay, so yes. the college playoff teams last year were Clemson, Alabama, Notre Dame, and uh, who am I missing there? Uh, Oklahoma. Notre Dame and Oklahoma. Okay, so do you think minus .5 teams that will make the playoffs, number of teams that will make the playoffs from the AFC North versus number of teams that will return to the college football playoffs? What do you think? I'll take, I, would, I would take the college football playoffs uh, over the AFC North. You would take the college football. Why is that? How yeah. many how many playoff teams do you think they're going to have from the AFC North? Uh, I think Pittsburgh wins the division, and I think Cleveland will be battling with uh, anybody that's going to be in the AFC South, even though uh, Andrew Luck retired. And don't sleep on the AFC West. I think the Chiefs and I think Denver 
uh, it could be a sleeper in that division. But yeah, college football, you can just pencil in Clemson and Alabama sure. automatically. Sure. So you think you think the Ravens are out of the playoffs this year then? You don't see this division sending three teams to the playoffs? No, I think, I think it's going to be Pittsburgh and Cleveland battling to win a division and battling for a wild card. The Ravens will be fun to watch because Lamar Jackson, but uh, I don't think they do it. And the Bengals are in uh, remote. Oh, you don't think an offense, uh, a running offense from like the 1940s <laughs> is going to work in today's NFL? Uh, uh, no, I mean, not, not really. I think uh, I always I watch Lamar Jackson run around and I actually cringe because I just don't want the kid to get hurt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is very interesting. OK, let us move to the AFC South and the Indianapolis Colts. First of all, how surprised were you that luck retired? Did you guys have any odds uh, on that going on? No, I mean, I was eating dinner with my wife and I I, I told her I had to go and I, I didn't know if I had to sign my divorce papers right then it was shocking, but you know what? He started a trend. You're going to see you're going to see NFL players after they after they oh, get that absolutely. big paycheck. Uh, and you know what? Rehab is no fun. I mean, I've had tons of rehab in my old body and i can just see hey if i'm making millions why yes sir but methadone is not the same as an acl tear is it not (laughs) Raphael? no you're right (laughs) uh, wisdom teeth pull is not the same either (laughs) exactly you know i am from uh indianapolis so it's just very sad and like we've all been talking to each other and it's it kind of reminds me of 9 11 because everyone's like (laughs) where were you when you heard like, what were you doing? What were you doing? It's like the whole city's in trauma. My dad's like, they're going to have to drop Prozac in the drinking water. Oh, like, for sure. everyone is so sad. But on that, I think, sir, Raphael, that the Colts may not be as doomed as people think. Okay? Nope. I couldn't agree more. Okay. So here's the prop bet for the AFC South the number of touchdowns Jacoby Brissett throws, minus 3.5, mm. versus. The average Rotten Tomato ratings of all of Nicolas Cage's 2019 movies. Okay, so just to give you a little background, let me give you the full information, okay? Nicolas Cage has three movies coming out in 2019, one of which has already been released. A score to settle about an ex-enforcer for a local crime syndicate who has vowed to enact retribution uh, at, on mob bosses for wrongful imprisonment. A score to settle. That was 17% on Ron Tomatoes. Okay? Ooh. Raphael, he has two more movies coming out. One is Color Out of Space. Okay? This is a movie about what happens when a meteor drops onto a town and everybody starts losing it. Such a new idea. And his last movie being replaced or released in 2019 is Running with the Devil which the story is when a cocaine shipment is compromised to the dismay of a drug cartel CEO known simply as The Boss. He ordered his most trusted henchman, The Cook, and his partner, uh, The Man, on a dangerous journey to audit the company's supply chain. Uh, So yeah, Nicholas Cage plays The Cook in that movie, and once again, the premise of that movie is they are auditing a company's supply chain. Okay, so... Prop it. Jacoby Brissett's touchdown number minus 3.5 or average rating of Nicolas Cage, Rotten Tomato Movies 2019. Raphael, go. See, uh, you you have a ringer right here because I do odds for over under Rotten Tomato scores for movies. (laughs) This is perfect. So I was worried that I would have to set this up and you wouldn't know what the hell I was talking about, Raphael. He was just letting you do it for the hell of it. 
this is up my uh, up my alley on this one. Brissett is going to have a surprising uh, season. I think he has a better season than Nick Foles at Jacksonville. So I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts, and I think the Colts can maybe still win this division. I love that. How many touchdowns do you think Brissett is going to throw this year? Oh, he may have three, he may have two this uh, this week. So I think he's probably going to have double digit touchdown passes easily. Do you think so? Do you think that number is above twenty five? Uh, I don't think 25. That's a lot. I think they're going to rely on a running game a, a lot right from the get-go. Yeah, they have uh, that great be... line, and they'll put yeah, them in situations gonna, gonna, to succeed. They're going to provide the running game. You're going to see a lot of screen passes off the get-go, but towards the middle of the season, towards the end, if they're in a playoff hunt, uh, watch out. He can probably put some big numbers up. So you, so Peter King, interestingly enough, has – I don't know if you uh, saw this, but he has he had his preseason predictions, and he had Jacoby Brissett as third – in the MVP voting. Ah. It, it wouldn't shock me. That offensive line was a, a beast. They should have got the MVP last year. Yeah, yeah, they were great. So what do you think the average rating for Nicolas Cage's 2019 <laughs> movies are going to be then? I'm going to say uh, if I had to do over, under, the all three scores of that, I would probably do like 22.5% over, under, because uh, the one you already said, the only one got 17 and I saw the third one, the preview of him being a devil and all that. I was, I thought it was watching <laughs> so that you've Actually, I thought, see that preview. I thought I saw a bad Lifetime movie. Oh my that god! I was watching that one. That one smells like thirteen percent. So I'm gonna say tw- like twenty two and a half, twenty three and a half. That's great. And I would still bet the under. Lori, I'm I'm getting butterflies. I think this is a oh, man yes. after my own heart. He is. You're 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 a polymath like me. Don't tell me that you also watch uh, European reality television shows, sir. Uh, I don't, uh, oh, but uh, I, I, that's where it stops. I do watch. A lot, <laughs> I do watch. I do watch a lot of Disney and, and horrible teeny bopper movies. Okay, so. so you're not setting odds on like The Hills or anything like that. <laughs> you like no. want to get on that right okay. now? Okay, okay. Let's move on to the AFC East. Okay, all right. The number of years left in Tom Brady's pro career. Versus the number of years left in Larry King's life. Ooh. Plus 1.5 for Larry Year. King. <laughs> poor Larry. Well, poor Larry. And he's just got divorced <laughs> again. Oh, but Larry's getting divorced because he's like, oh, you got too old for me. You turned like 50. I got to get somebody younger, you know? Larry's living his life. You don't got to worry about Larry. Yeah, I mean, he is. I, I wanted to put, we have death, we have a uh, death matchup. And I wanted to put it oh my God, I was just going to ask. Yeah, we we have who would die first and stuff like that. And <laughs> we don't have him, we don't have him anywhere up you, there. How do you not I'm, have Larry King on that? Who's I, on know, there? I'm looking, at, I'm looking at it right now. We have Betty Wright versus Carol Burnett, Regis Philman versus Bob Barker. Dude, I feel like that whole table should be named after Larry King. Yeah, uh, that's I, I, you know what I'm gonna add Larry King one day. Yes, uh, this weekend we I will that. email you. It I will you. email you Larry King odds and uh, and tag you yes. on that. Yes, I'm going to bet all of my money on that. Okay. I think you just should. I think it's a sign. I think, <laughs> I think that's I a sign. I'm, I'm, I'm letting the mortgage ride on just the Larry King death pool, basically. So okay, so how many years do you think Tom Brady has left versus how many years do you think Larry King has left? Ooh, that could be a push because I think Tom Brady has two years left. And Larry King, how old is he now? Let's see. How old is Larry King? Larry King, I... You're a betting man. What would you say? <laughs> Let's hear I it. would say he's in his would... mid, early 90s. I'm going to say 83. 
He's 85 years old. Uh, oh, so now I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the uh, Larry King lives longer than uh, than Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's got two years left. Yeah, I mean, Giselle, Giselle will make him retire. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably what right about? about that. You know, and you know, Larry still looks good. He's still upright, but I'm not sure how much of that is the suspenders, like holding all that together. Yeah, you know? or like someone behind him holding him upright. <laughs> right, like a ventriloquist. Yeah. So. All those three other teams, are the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins ever going to break through and take the AFC East? Do they have any it, shot at taking the AFC East? And which team do you think has the best chance if they do? In, in two years when Tom Brady retires, those yeah. three teams will have a shot. I mean, I think the, uh, the Buffalo Bills, I think they're heading towards that way. I, I like how they drafted. I like the young group that they have. Their defense is going to be really good. The Jets, people think they get, they could take that next step uh, this, uh, this year. Miami's in a train wreck. So if I had to choose one of those two teams that can maybe jump them in the next couple of years, I would have to say Buffalo. You know what? I'm actually really high on Buffalo. You know, I think their defense is great. Isn't that surprising? I feel like you're normally just taking shit on Buffalo. I I hated Josh Allen all last year. But, you know, I've come around on that defense. Yeah. I think McDermott is great, and they got a lot of talent on that defense. Um, And you know what? I think Josh Allen may have actually improved his accuracy. You know, I know everything's vanilla in the preseason, but I was very impressed by Josh Allen. And if he can even improve a little bit and get that uh, that offense to somewhat of a league average offense, even close to that, I think I think Buffalo can be a little little dark horse, dangerous team. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I mean, they, they they got the tools and they got the youth, which is which is big. That's the big thing, especially in the NFL. Yeah, you yeah. need that. Okay, moving on to the NFC East. Just even who plays who plays more games for the Giants this year, Eli or Daniel Jones? Oh, Daniel Jones does. I mean, I think Eli probably plays till week three, and and if a major quarterback, let's say, goes down in weeks one or two, and other, you're going to hear trade rumors of maybe Eli going there. Uh, and stuff like that. I, I was a little bit shocked that we didn't hear any much rumors when Andrew Luck retired that maybe they would yeah. trade Eli mm-hmm. to the, or maybe even the Indian or Denver. Let's say if uh, Joe Flacco sure. gets hurt, why wouldn't he go over there and, and read? So I would say, I would say Eli probably week four and five uh, we see uh, the, the the young rook uh, join in. Well, you know the Giants' offensive line has been so maligned. Um, if if that line kind of gels this year, do you think that Eli can have some success there? He looked pretty good on preseason. I mean, his he was quick. He got got rid of the ball quicker during preseason. So if they win, let's say let's let's say they upset Dallas Cowboys, even though everyone thinks Dallas is going to go to the Super Bowl now that Zeke is back. Uh, let's say if they do upset that, uh, I would not I would not be shocked if maybe uh, Jones sits there for the whole season and Eli plays out the whole the whole year. That would be interesting. Our, our friend here, uh, our. our, our our uh, friend of the show here, Lori Douglas, is a huge Cowboys fan. Do you have Do you have any questions about the Cowboys, Lori, for our betting expert, Rafael Esparza? Is Is there anybody on the any prop bets or anything? Yeah. The Cowboys that look good. Uh, we had we had a whole bunch of Zeke prop bets. When he, when would he sign? Uh, now we're probably going to look towards uh, doing some Dak Prescott uh, 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 prop bets probably sometime tomorrow. Yeah. Because uh, because he's pro- he should be signed. I would think maybe by week two or three uh, we'll do stuff like that. But I think yeah. Well, now that because they're pretty much with Zeke now, uh, you just take go to the next guy and, and redo their contract. But one of those big one of those big receivers or defensive linemen are going to be shortchanged because they can't afford everybody. It's true. So Thanks. there you go. 
your cowboys. Good to know. Okay, this may be my favorite one because it's real. I this is <laughs> real, and an, another even one. And I think there's actually a lot more to consider here, Lori Douglas. All right. Than than people may think at at first blush. Okay, to the NFC North, even. Okay, who? All right, years left for Aaron Rodgers starting for the Packers versus years left for Mitchell Trubisky starting for the Bears. Oh, mm. silence. Ooh, I like that. Silence. That means it's a good I, I question. That does. The Bears gave up a lot to get Trubisky, and he's going to – I mean, the Bears had Jim McMahon for so long, which I thought was probably – one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL that has a Super Bowl ring. I mean, he's probably worse than Trent Dilfer. Yeah, he's, he's got, got one eye. He's like the so, Fetty Wap of quarterbacks. <laughs> yes, but they gave up a lot to get him. I think they're going to stick with him for a while. So I think the Bears are going to be stuck with Jabinski for at least a couple of years. And he's got a favorable contract. So he's he's not top heavy on bonuses. So they can keep him around and, and not be punished with, with his uh, payroll. But if he gets hot, then they'll have to pay him. Oh, so so just for the record, yeah, our betting professional, Doc Sports, my bookie, odds maker, is saying that Mitchell Trubisky will be in Chicago longer than Aaron Rodgers is with the Packers. That's interesting. Why now? You it seems to be to me that you think that's more because of Trubisky's age and the Bears' commitment to him, rather than something going wrong with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. How, yeah, how do you? I think something could go wrong in Green Bay, or like I said, the trend happened. Andrew Luck retired. What if? Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl ring. It's not like he doesn't have one, like Dan sure. Marino. Yeah. So, but he could just call it quits and say, "Hey, you know what? Me and Danica Patrick are going to hop in a car and ride in the sunset." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, okay. Well, how come we don't see more player movement in in the NFL like we do in the NBA? Uh, to me, a guy like Aaron Rodgers. You know, there's already these reports of this tension between LaFour and Rodgers, between who's going to have the keys to the offense. If this whole thing doesn't work out, I don't know how many years Rodgers has on his contract, but if it's one, two years, why wouldn't he say, hey, I'm leaving and going to a situation like Indianapolis or where I can get another ring like players do all the time in the NBA? Yeah, it's weird. That's a great That's a great question. But you know what? Wouldn't it be funny if Joe Flacco flopped in Denver and he goes over to Denver with play in John Elway and wins the Super Bowl over there, Aaron Rodgers and the Broncos? Jersey, that would be, that'd be kind of insane. That'd be weird. And and also weird poetic justice for Brett Favre. Oh, for sure. That Aaron Rodgers would end on a different or team. Yes. Aaron Rodgers, or Aaron Rodgers goes to Minnesota and puts the purple on. Yeah. I want, I want to see him in that horseshoe. I think he would look good in that oh, horseshoe. He would look great in that. You know what I mean? Because we have the same nose, and I look great in that helmet. You know what I'm saying? For sure. You look good in an helmet. <laughs> Thank you. What are you, you talking about? Okay. Do you guys bet on, like, injuries? No. Or is that I was pretty gonna... negative? I was going to do, like, uh, how many concussions, like last year when concussions were the biggest topic and all that. And when I was actually doing research, I actually I actually did have a heart. I found that yeah. I had a heart. Dude, I know. That's I watched know. that movie Concussion with my sister. We're both, like, football diehards. You know that Will Smith one where he's like, tell yeah. the truth. And we watched that, and we're like, wow. Yeah. Football is terrible. How can we watch this? And then like I, two I weeks met, later, that, what time is the game on? You know what I mean? Completely. I, I met that real doctor at Bellagio in, in Vegas. He was doing a seminar there. I oh, really? Him. Yeah. What What was your impression? So he seems like a pretty straight up. Yeah, dude. he was. He was a straight up. He, he he looked like a doctor. He acted like it. It was just. It was just weird to see to see that knowing that wow, Will Smith played you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I hope one day that Will Smith will play me. To the NFC West. Me too. All right? Uh, the number of wins the Cardinals will have Ugh. versus how many dates our producer, Shithead Tommy, is going to get this year. And just a hint, Raphael, Tommy is a very lonely guy. Minus 0.5 on the Tommy dates. Uh, Tommy's Tommy. If I have to go there and get Tommy a date, I, I, I'm gonna Here, take that one. Tommy, defend yourself. Tell Raphael. I mean, I, I get dates. <laughs> I'm just busy. I'm not, you know. Sold. I'm taking him. <laughs> you're taking Tommy. <laughs> Is that because your belief in Tommy or your disbelief in Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals? Uh, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. His offense, I do not think it's going to work in in the NFL. It may be fun to watch, but I think it could be a train wreck to watch and. I think this young kid uh, quarterback could get hurt in, in the NFL. I, I feel bad for the Arizona Cardinals. My sister lives in uh, Arizona, and and, she, and her husband tells me that they're waiting for the train just to come off the rails in week <laughs> three or four. Also, right. my offense this season is uh, really looking good. You know, <laughs> the preseason. There's been a couple hookups, nothing serious, but we'll see it's where just it leads. Preseason, though. Pre-season. You know what I mean? Pre-season That's true. It could all fall apart. So I you, am still a stand-up no, comedian. Look at look at the button. You're good. So Tommy, your game <laughs> your game is better than Cliff Kingsbury is what you're saying. I believe so. I mean, I've started you know growing the hair out. I unbuttoned one of the buttons that was previously buttoned. I'm taking advice from uh, you know older, wiser people who've played longer. And uh, <laughs> you know, if I keep working hard and working out a little bit and taking good coaching, uh, I've got a good shot. I'm at getting it. turned down right now. Fuck, I'll go out with you. <laughs> there you go. We got you two dates already. It is that. <laughs> Look at that. That the Cardinals are going to have. I love that. First, that's how we know Tommy's ready for game time. That was a very like appropriate uh, post-game kind of answer there. You were coached. <laughs> like you were listening ready. to Costner and Bull Durham. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but okay, Raphael. So how many wins do you think the Cardinals will have? I think they have three or four. I, I, I keep on looking at that schedule, and I can't find that fourth one. I mean, I think yeah. it, it's really it's going to be really hard. Uh, for them to there because that, that that division i mean i think the seahawks are going to be now improved with defense <laughs> with Clowney. the rams are going to win that division and what about Jimmy the niners D- they're so bipolar like i can't get a, a pulse on that team uh, i think i think jimmy g might have more porn dates than he might have wins. <laughs> <laughs> that, so, that's uh, why he writes the prop bets ladies and gentlemen it's true i mean it's so I, that's the 49ers are a very tricky team i think right? the rams and seahawks are going to be interesting. I think they're going to battle it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh, uh, yeah, 49, Jimmy G. So what do you think that seven-game run was there when he came there? So you're, you're completely off of him. Uh, if he could stay healthy. I mean, he hasn't shown that he could stay healthy in San Francisco. I think his mind that the California Sun may be doing something. I mean, we have a profit. Will Jimmy G start all, all sixteen regular six regular sixteen games, and the no got bet all the way down to minus three dollars. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow, that's insane. Yeah, I know. That's like this whole division. I think it's definitely so the most top heavy division potentially uh, in the league, um, with a low floor with the Niners and Cardinals. And like the thing that's crazy to me with the Cardinals, is neither one of these guys, their head coach or their quarterback, could even have envisioned of being in the NFL 12 months ago. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what the quarterback was going to play baseball. He's doing press conferences with with the A's uni. And Kingsbury is under 500 at, at Texas Tech. So if this works, it would just be like the craziest thing to me. 
Thought my sister would divorce her husband to marry Kingsbury. <laughs> oh, really? Well, no one said he's not a bad-looking guy. I don't think he has any problems getting dates. No, Definitely. I would bet him. I, I would bet him over dates than uh, your producer did. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in that McVeigh crew. You know what I mean? And McVeigh, McVeigh doesn't mess around. He's got so he's got some nine hundred two and zero ladies around. Oh yeah, he's ready. Uh, you see him around, Lori? Oh, yeah. You see him around at the spots? For sure, he's out there. Raphael Lori's around at the HHSs, the Hollywood hotspots. She sees all the all the people going in and out. Doing nice. Everything. I need I need to hang out with Lori then and stop watching all this TV <laughs> and making these crazy bets. No, you're making money. You're doing the thing. Come out to LA. We'll Set show you around. Okay, our last one. The NFC South, good sir. Thank you for being here. NFC South, Drew Brees, total number of Super Bowl rings, minus 0.5, versus the actual number of kids made straight using gay conversion therapy. Go. Uh, I'm going to have to say it's uh, con- conversion therapy. I don't think Drew Brees wins another Super Bowl. I think uh, they had I think they had their, I think they had their shot the last two years, that, that, that bad loss in Minnesota, and then what happened last year. I think uh, – uh, he plays maybe one, two more years left in New Orleans, and I think he goes out just a one Super Bowl winner. Okay, wow. Well, you know, I wish he didn't get that Super Bowl. That Super Bowl hurt me in my very heart. Like, you know, Hank Basket, I think, is one of the worst individuals who may have ever lived. Lori. For sure, for sure he is. Yeah. Odds, who's the worst human being, uh, Hank Basket or Adolf Hitler? Raphael, go. Uh, I would say Steve Garvey because he cost my Cubs a World Series in 1986. <laughs> I love that, Raphael, because you feel the pain. Solid yes. choice. You get it, Raphael. Raphael. He's, he's, he's worse than Steve Bartman. I'm a diehard Cubs fan, and I still think Steve Garvey's yeah, worse yeah. than uh, Steve Bartman. Um, over, under, uh, how many Buccaneers games I'm going to watch versus how many baseball games I'm going to watch this year, Raphael? I'm going to you're, – you're in California, so the Dodgers are probably going to go far in the playoffs. I'm going to take baseball over Tampa it's Bay. probably winners. Tampa Bay. I wish it was baseball because I love baseball movies so much. It's my favorite sports movies or baseball movies, but I find the sport itself to be boring until the playoffs. But Tampa Bay's boring. I mean, I know. So who's going to win baseball? Why we have you? Uh, no one's going to beat the Houston Astros pitching staff. I mean, to, I, I want them to go far because every time Verlander's on the mound, I get to see his wife on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and who's going to win the Bachelorette? Ooh, probably the white guy. Okay, that's good money. Raphael, thank you for being here. Tell the people uh, where to find you. You can find me over at my bookie. I do all those crazy prop bets that we're talking about right now that come out of my head. And uh, you can find me over at DocSports.com. Okay, thank you so much. Make sure you check him out at DocSports.com. Thank you for being here very much, Rafael Esparza. Let's get you on sometime during the season. We'll talk some odds. Take it easy, guys. Have a fantastic week and enjoy that sunshine in Cali. Thank you, Rafael. You enjoy it. Bye. Where does he live at? Yo, that Drew Brees question did not throw him off at all no he was he's like i've actually <laughs> dealt with those odds before he was like Similar ready odds. he was ready to go with that whole thing i know i went they, political and i was like no you're born gay you are gay <laughs> yeah was i was like, ready to go political uh, yeah. too and he's like no listen let me tell you about steve garvey he's <laughs> way said. worse than adolf hitler which i felt that you oh yeah I mean? yeah no you know I, sure. I like raphael as i do as too a, bring him on again i think we're gonna let's bring call raphael him back on. let's call let's back raphael. call him back let's prank call him well i love also how he like is like me and clearly has no life so he just has oh he's this ready knowledge of all these random things like I the wonder what his thing. office is like there's no office it's like got to be a desk at his house 
I know, but just like. Oh, let's have a bet. What do you think Raphael's office looks like? Okay, here's what I'm guessing. I don't even know what it like. Here's what I'm guessing. They mean. And we'll get him to send us a picture. I think it's gonna be a home office. Yeah. Lots of. I think he still uses Manila folders. Uh huh. With actual paper, you know what I mean. You don't think he's got like some like spreadsheets going, like real. Yeah, but I still think he's got a paper stapler. Okay. I think he needs to see it in front of him. He's a tactile guy. I could see him actually being very tactile. Yeah. yeah. Like from just what we got from him. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it's kind of like when I go home, I have a couple of antique porn stashed away. You know what I mean? Magazines. Remember when those were a thing? No. Like actual magazines, Tommy? No. Do you remember that? Only in waiting, only in waiting rooms. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I got some Maxims from 97. That I still got at home, Tommy. Ooh. Special spank bank. Yeah. When you want to go vintage. Probably the same stuff your dad was picking up, no? That acoustic porn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What did you think of Raphael as far as the Tommy? I think he's a smart guy. I'd love to hang out with him a little more, make some money. I'd love to see his house. Yeah, I think. Oh, same. Yeah. Where does he live again? I don't know. We never got that information. But Tommy, (laughs) he had a lot of confidence in you, buddy. He did. He did have a lot of confidence. Well, he didn't have a lot of confidence in uh, the football player I was going up against, but uh, I do appreciate he gave me a vote of confidence. Yeah, you mean Jimmy Garoppolo, the guy who's considered better looking than Tom Brady, who's (laughs) going out with porn stars every different weekend? Eh, You know, everybody can go out with porn stars. So you're really hurt by that. Your feelings are really hurt. I mean... Even though you got the cool hair of a 23-year-old Japanese anime. (laughs) (laughs) I got called it's very uh, windswept. <laughs> it's got, got volume called, and body. One of the Duke boys. You look today. like Mel Kiper Jr. in nineteen ninety two. What shampoo do you use? <laughs> uh, I use Suave. Dove, oh. Dove, Suave, two in one. Fantastic. Wait, you all oh, right. Just mix them together? Listen, I was on the three in one, then I read the memes. You know what I mean? Then I read the memes, now I'm down to two and one. Yeah. I'm improving Honestly, my life. Honestly, three and one is a red flag. Yeah, oh definitely. Like I'm like, whoa. Three and one's a problem. Guys, maybe it's just because I feel left out of this conversation. <laughs> on account of this baldness, but let's end it there. Tell them where to find you, folks. Lori Douglas, tell them where to find you. You can find me on Instagram at Lori period Douglas. And if you want to check out my website, see some dates, Lori Douglas. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Com. I love that. She did it. That's how you do a promo, Tommy. Do yours. Uh, at Tommy Wake FLD. Follow me on Twitter for my hot takes. Wait, it's Wakefeld. <laughs> it's not Wakefield. It is Field, but I, I Wakefield was taken, so Dude, I had to do. What the fuck you are you doing over there? <laughs> Get your shit together. That's like, like my name is Sean Joshi. S H A A N. That's like if S H A A N was gone. I was like, fuck it. I'll just be Sean. You know what I mean? S H A W N. That's so true. I just took a few letters out when Barack went by Barry before he found his true self. Yeah, like, Barry Obama. Barack. That would be that'd be a good handle. It would I should, be a good. Really you should be, be Barry Obama. Barry, <laughs> Barry Obama. Can you you look more like a Barry Obama than you know. If they called Barry, Barry Obama. Obama up to the stage and then I walked out, that would cause controversy. <laughs> it would be a problem. Local news stations would appear. Follow us on App Fanatics Pod. Follow me at Sean Joshi at S H A A N dot J O S H I. Also, if you were in California, make sure you come out to. Uh, the Laugh Factory on Monday, September 9th. It is uh, Sean Joshi and Friends. 9th? 9th. Sean Joshi and Friends. And subscribe to the podcast, iTunes. And we have a sponsor. Woo! Starting next week. Have fun Starting watching football. Love each other and yourselves. Peace.